it is a little bizarre, Teresa. I'm not going to lie. Because a lot of people, when they uh, leave Hofstra or they graduate and leave fraternity, it's just kind of like, oh, that part of my life is over. Right? I'm going to go on, do something else. You know, The fraternity, to me, was always the men in the fraternity, the brothers, right? the friendships I made that I keep. All the rest of the stuff is kind of like, yeah, well, you know, I'll go back for an event when we're all in our 50s and we go and have a, re- you know, a reunion. But, like, I want to go and see my friends, right? I want to go and see the guys. Yeah. But you, the opposite. You leave, you come back, and you stay. And then you build the alumni club, and you're still super heavily involved. So take me down that road. You, co- you go, you come back, and then you graduate, and you still stick to it, and your just Greek life is still a big, big defining factor of your life. Yeah. Again, when I was when I was an undergrad, I didn't enjoy it a whole lot because of the stuff that I said I left, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, when I was chancellor slash president um, from my senior year, I went to the grand chapter meeting for national. Um, and that's where I knew what an alum. I didn't know alumni clubs were a thing. And that's when I saw alumni clubs and I was like, oh, there's like a significant thing going on here. And so I talked to some of them. And these chapters are getting, some of them get money for their house. Some of, get, some of them get money for their dues. Some of them just get money from alumni clubs. Some of them just can have alumni come to events. And I was like, well, all these things are great. Why don't we have one? I mean, we were, we're one of the oldest ongoing chapters for TEP in general. We're the oldest one at Hofstra. I was like, well, how do we not have this by now? We've been around, I mean, go all the way back from where we came from SAS. We've been going there since 1940s. So um, I was like, all right, you know what, I'm going to, and again, leaving and having a lot of people not like me in the chapter, I felt a need to show them that I'm back and I'm back for good and I'm like trying to help the chapter. So that was also a big thing. I mean, I had one fraternity brother, I won't name names, that said I was the worst thing to ever come from this fraternity and I was going to destroy the fraternity. And so I made it a point to show them wrong and here I am keeping going. Um, and also, as you said, you were in the fraternity, you were with 15 plus guys and you loved them. And I was like, all right, what other guys do we have? And some of my best friends in the fraternity are now guys that graduated in two, in 1980 something. Like they've been around for 40 years. Like boo boo is a great guy. Tommy Murray is a great guy. Dave Matos is a founding father. He's a great guy. Like, and I think he was the first pledge master. So like, I mean, I'm meeting all these guys that were legends when we were in the chapter and now I'm putting like name to the face and uh, it's pretty cool to see. And again, a lot of these guys are really well established in their life and I learn a ton when I'm, I'm not good at finances at all. Anytime a finance discussion comes up, I sit back and I let them talk, but and I've learned a whole lot of stuff from the national perspective. Same thing. We have accountants that we have an accountant that is, um, a huge account for drag queens. So he's been very like on the front lines of what's happening in Tennessee and stuff like that. Um, and then we have uh, people that were in Congress, people that are in Congress. Um, it's, it's really a whole big span of people that we have. So for me, after I started doing it, I was like, oh yeah, alumni have a lot more connections than I thought in the originally. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why I kept doing it. It's also another reason you join a fraternity, right? To get connections to the alumni if they're involved, which, which for me was something I learned through pledging. And then as I got into TEP, I was like, oh, some of our alumni don't really do shit. And some of our alumni just uh, <clears throat> are very successful. They're not involved in fraternity. And other alumni really want to be. 
Um, yeah. Which is what the alumni club. Yeah, the alumni club, a lot of good guys. I love Boo Boo. Boo Boo's a great guy. Like, I remember it was, oh, I love it. It was the, when I was undergrad, I missed 10, 10, 10, obviously, because I was in high school. But um, we did another one my first semester, the semester I crossed after. So my senior year, no, my junior year, my junior year. We did one. You guys did. You guys did a reunion. You, when, semester before you you pledged, we did a 10, 10, 10 thing. And oh, okay. Lot, you guys uh, did. Yeah, you guys did one. You guys did a reunion when I was gone for that one semester too. Yes, we did that as yeah. well at the Hofstra Center or whatever it was on campus. Yeah. And that was awesome because there was there was this yeah. generation upon generation upon generations, and it is cool meeting these people, right? Because Tep had up all the old um, composites on the wall, my like 2007, yep. 2005, whatever, and it's just like, oh, here are these people. And then here they are, and you hear these stories, like when uh, Bishop or Doc Homer telling stories about Mick or telling stories about Furtis, who first would still come around. Me and Furtis still talk, and you know, Furtis wasn't in a fraternity yeah. with me, but I called Furtis not too long ago. We had like an hour conversation about WrestleMania. Like it was just, <laughs> is this, is this the people you meet from the alumni? Shrute and I were really close for a while. Um, yeah. So it yeah. is, it is, it is very interesting those connections you can make. So I think the alumni club is definitely a good idea. But, uh, yeah, we're struggling to get the younger generation. We're, we're getting, we're, we have a lot of guys from the eighties. We have a few guys from the nineties. Yeah. Um, and I'm starting to get the people around Ferdy, um, uh, yeah, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. We've got you. I used to have Nash, but Nash dropped. Um, so we're struggling with like, I'm trying to get more of the two thousands to now. Um, it's a hard sell. I'm not going to lie, Matt. It's a hard sell. Oh, it's absolutely a hard sell. It's very tough for me to sell. Um, especially when we say that we don't have a relationship with the undergrads anymore. I mean, then people are like, well, why, why, why do I need to do this? So it's a hard sell, but if you think about it in the long run, when we all want to get together, what better way to get together than have an alumni club already that has all the connections to do that. And the funding. I mean, and the funding. I mean, it makes sense. And the alumni club makes sense. You guys, you guys gave a very generous donation to Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, which of course, thank you, by the way. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a great idea on paper. I'll definitely I'll definitely give you that. It's a great idea on paper. It's a great group of guys. You know, just a few things I've been in. This is you know I I knew them. I I remember them from the the reunions, and of course Boo Boo's legend. So you're never gonna forget forget a man like Boo Boo. So I guess what's yeah, the sure. uh, what's the end goal? What do you guys what do you guys want from the club? Uh, well, we've changed. I mean, originally when so when I started the club, I thought we would be mostly for. Ourself, joining nationals, which was at the time about 60% of our funds and then uh, for ourselves and then helping the undergrads a little bit. And then when I got people together, they're like, oh, we want to help the undergrads. So we put 60% of our funds for the undergrads specifically. Um, and then recently, meaning November, December, we've decided to part ways with the undergrads because the undergrads said they don't want anything to do with us. So now we are really like, I think our motto is alumni for alumni. So we want to help alumni with issues that they might be having again with ambiguous podcast solutions. Like you guys are trying to do a business created by two or three alumni. And it's like, what better place to help out than alumni that are trying to create a business. Um, and plus we have all the funds to do it now that they haven't been used. And so we're trying to do that, trying to help alumni and trying to get reunions together. Um, we really want to get people in person. So we have a road trip to Nashville coming up in June. And then we used to do like happy hours online during COVID. So we're bringing that back a little bit too. Um, so yeah, trying to get people together and uh, 
stuff like that. I mean, a big thing that we don't know as younger alumni, but the older alumni know, which is why they're very involved is um, they had one of their pledge brothers, Opie um, die maybe 10 years, let's say. And so they said that was the first time in 30 years that they saw each other was at a funeral for one of their pledge brothers. And they were like, that was heartbreaking to be like, wow, all this time we could have been in contact, but we weren't. And some of them found out through LinkedIn that there was a funeral because they didn't know how to get in contact with each other because everyone wanted to go, but they didn't know how to get in contact. So I was like, that would be really shitty if one of my pledged brothers, like knock on wood, something happened and we weren't talking to each other for 20 plus years. Like it would be nice to have some sort of communication with an alumni club or whatever it may be to keep people involved, get people together. People want to get together every so often, like, once every two years, once every five years, just get together, have a fun night out. There are some alumni clubs that every year they do a cocktail hour with like they bring significant others and stuff. And so it's men, women, whatever. And they're all having a great time getting a lot of drinks for free. And it's like they're back in their twenties and teens. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a big thing that I think we don't realize. And I think, I think that a lot of the guys that we graduated with and a little bit before us, in 10, 15 years, we already see it with like Ferdy and, uh, and Charlie that they're like, Oh yeah, I would like to be in this. It's like, I would have been in this if I knew about it and they've been out for 10 years. That's why I think that's a thing is that there's a cycle of 10 to 20 years where people want to come back to their roots, if you will, at TEP. And this is going to be the best way to do it. 